Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Pondering Stepmom podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in today. I am your host, Michelle, and I'm really looking forward to recording this episode. Uh, The feedback that I received was absolutely stellar. So first, I'm going to read the topic that I posted for this week, which was calling all seasoned stepmoms. If you've been on your stepmom journey for multiple years and live to tell, what's the best advice you feel you can give to brand new stepmoms who are just starting out on their journey? So I consider myself to be a seasoned stepmom. However, that doesn't mean that I know everything. Absolutely not. No. In fact, um, I would say that the more that time goes on, the more I'm learning. And I think that's where the actual definition of seasoned comes into play, um, because it means that you've gone through many seasons. And that's really the thing about step parenting, which is similar to parenting as a biological parent, only with you know, more nuances, Um, more things are changing. And just as you think you've gotten everything figured out, something else changes. And most likely as a seasoned stepmom, you've gathered quite a bit of wisdom from your experiences, but the wisdom that one stepmom has gained can be way different from the wisdom that another stepmom has gained. And that's really why I wanted to do this topic today, because there is so much wisdom and advice out there that we may never have thought about because, you know, so many stepmoms have circumstances that are totally different from one another. And that's why we need to come together and share our experiences, um, which is basically why I'm doing this podcast right now. So I'm going to start off with the Pondering Nooks Facebook page and a comment from Carrie. Thank you, Carrie. She says, make peace with not being in the driver's seat or even in the passenger seat. It's not easy if you're a control freak like me, but I had to learn to let go of a lot. I married a man with kids. And another woman does have a large impact on what happens in my life. And she's usually not thinking at all about me when she makes decisions. Yes, 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 and yes. I have spoken before about my own struggles with being a control freak on this podcast. Um, I'm very much challenged by not being in control And this blended family situation is a situation where I cannot maintain control all the time. Um, And not only that, but having to suddenly adapt to abrupt change is like my worst nightmare. And yeah, a lot of the time the bio mom is absolutely not thinking about how certain decisions will affect a stepmom. So yeah, thank you, Carrie. All right, comment from Tanya who says, sorry, Tanya or Tanya, I'm not sure which way. Uh, She says, don't involve yourself between the original set of parents. 
Let them figure it out. And don't do too much yourself when there are others who could be doing their fair share. Thank you for this. This is great advice and it definitely makes total sense that you should be able to let the bio or original parents, as she says, which I kind of like, do the majority of the parenting work. However, as I have experienced, and I know many other stepmoms have experienced, this doesn't always work out in the way that we would like, um, but holding the bio parents accountable is extremely important. And moving on to a comment from Claire, who says, just do you get to know them in your own time. Don't stress the small stuff. Don't try and win them over with money and treats. Be patient, be kind, and be loving. Make sure you and the mom slash dad are always on the same page of the same book. Thank you, Claire. Yeah, and if you're a stepmom who's just starting out with meeting the kids, etc., don't try to buy them and let them see you for you know, just being like someone who shows up and like presence happen. Let them see you for as much as your genuine self as you can. Um, It's important that they grow to know you as you are, not as the fun person with treats and gifts. Um, Because if you end up becoming a part of the splendid family with these people, you don't want to have, you know, set up an unhealthy precedent. Okay, next comment is from Courtney who says, boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Don't be afraid to set them, enforce them, and stick to them. Also, try your best not to let the little things get to you. And remember, the days are long, but the years are short. So what feels like an eternity of working through the trivial things will be over soon. Trust me. I know it's much easier said than done when living in the moment, but at the end of the day, what matters is your mental health and your emotional well-being. Thank you, Courtney. Yes, a lot of stepmoms are indeed saying not to take, you know, the small things so seriously, which is obviously something they've learned along the way on their journey. Um, This is a very common sentiment, and quite often you don't figure out what the small stuff is until you go through some pretty intense challenges as a stepmom and really learn how to pick your battles. And boundaries are definitely huge, and the sooner the better. Start early with the boundaries, and that is my own personal advice. It gets much harder to implement these boundaries at a later time. Um, Courtney is also correct in that although at times it can feel like whatever phase or season you're in is like a purgatory that you're never going to get out of, it will eventually pass and things will eventually change. Take it from me. I've definitely been there, and I can tell you that for sure. All right, I am going to take a little break here, and I'll be right back because there are lots of comments to go through. (music) 
Okay, I am back and I'm reading comments from seasoned stepmoms who are giving their advice to newer or struggling stepmoms out there who are looking for some more stepmom wisdom. And I'm on the Pondering Nooks Facebook page with a comment here from Tara who says, take the crockpot approach, low and slow. Don't force the relationship. Just let it happen. The crock pot, sorry, crock pot approach. I love this. <laughs> Thank you, Tara. Um, I think that's a great way to look at it because forcing any kind of relationship almost never works. And the same is true for forming a relationship with stepchildren. I mean, kids know when a situation is being forced or manipulated. They just do. It's just a fact. All right. Allie says the seasons will change. Be flexible. Yes, exactly. The seasons will change and there will be many seasons. And sometimes they will change predictably and sometimes very suddenly and unexpectedly. So yes, practicing the art of being flexible is very important. Um, and also important to note, when I say flexible, I do not mean be a doormat. Yeah, not the same thing. Okay, Kristen says, do not communicate with bio mom. Let your husband handle it all. She's his problem, not yours. Thank you, Kristen. So ideally, this would be great, and I think a lot of stepmoms sort of fall into the trap of taking over the communication for their partner because he's not coping well with interacting with the bio mom and their relationship isn't good, and maybe you breeze in and you're the type of personality where you just naturally, you know, jump in and start organizing and taking over. And that's pretty much what happened to me. And I can say now with the luxury of being able to look back that I wish I had not tried to be as involved so quickly, um, but I just swooped in and started trying to be everything for everyone. And the lesson was definitely learned there. Okay, got a comment here from Ashley. Don't lose your identity when becoming a stepmom. Resentment breeds so easily in this role, and it's hard to stop once it sets in. It does get easier with time, and things that bugged me a few years ago barely do now. But that doesn't mean I still don't get hurt by the invisible lines I can't cross as a stepmom. Working around the custody schedule can be irritating because it's out of your control. Picking our wedding day around the custody schedule was a weird emotion, but that's the load a stepmom, childless in my case, aka the unicorn of stepmoms, gets to take on. You'll feel things you've never felt before because many situations aren't quote-unquote normal. Therefore, it's easier to be caught off guard. It truly does get easier with time and hard work on your part to learn to let things go and life will be better for you and your blended family. 
Having a, a fully supportive partner is the main thing. Otherwise, you'll burn out and probably quit. It's a team effort and try to put yourself in your partner's shoes too. Thank you, Ashley. And I kind of just want to frame this comment and put it up somewhere because Ashley is so spot on with all of this, all of it. It's so important to have your own friends, your own interests, and a supportive partner who understands or at least tries to understand what you're going through. It makes all the difference. And I honestly really can't say it much better than Ashley did. That was amazing. And now I'm going to read a comment here from Liliana. Liliana says, keep showing up for your bonus child slash children, because sometimes you're the only person they have and you don't even know it. Yes. And in many cases, this is indeed true. And a lot of stepmoms are faced with that difficult situation where they may be the only positive force in a child's life if the bio parents are not showing up for whatever reason. All right, and now I'm going to read a comment from Chelsea. Thank you, Chelsea. She says, don't stress yourself out trying to understand the actions of the bio mom. As in, why did she do this? Or why doesn't she do that or allow that? Thank you, Chelsea. And isn't this a lesson and a half? <laughs> it's a so hard to swallow lesson, but I mean, it's so true. If you spend all of your time worrying about bio mom or, you know, what she may be thinking or doing or why she's doing this or why she's doing that, you are going to drive yourself crazy. All right, here's a comment from Victoria who says, as a teacher and stepmom of 12 years, just love those babies. My partner is toxic and so is the bio mom. Be the best role model that you can and show them that regardless of how their parents turned out, it doesn't have to be that way for them. My 16-year-old stepdaughter looks to me as her only sane parent. I do what I can to be the best role model for her. She didn't see it when she was little, but she sees it now. Wow. Thanks, Victoria. Um, that is definitely an unfortunate and sad situation, but I'm absolutely confident that Victoria's stepdaughter truly appreciates her and all of her dedication. Absolutely. Okay, here is a comment from Rachel who says, don't sweat the small stuff. For example, I used to be a nut about clothes, labeling them D for dad's house, being annoyed and petty if they didn't get returned, etc. And 10 years later, I'm like, wow, regardless of whose house they were at, he was the one wearing them regardless. I actually cringe that I used to sweat that stuff. It doesn't matter. Yes, clothing and transition days. I was all about sweating that stuff at one time and complaining about it constantly. 
And I also realized later that none of that mattered. I mean, obviously it was annoying in the moment, you know, not to see certain clothes ever come back again or whatever it was. But in the bigger picture, um, more important was the mental and emotional well-being of myself and also my stepchild. All right. There are a bunch of more comments here just basically expressing about, you know, not getting sidelined by any of Biomom drama, which is very important and a lesson that a lot of stepmoms have learned um, Keisha says, don't feed into the bio mom drama. It'll be hard to ignore, but you'll lose yourself and who you truly are by entertaining all that mess. I did for years. I literally went crazy. So please just don't. Yes. And I love how Keisha describes it as entertaining all that mess. Because truly, when we allow that drama to have a stage in our mental, emotional, and physical lives, it will just consume you. And she's exactly right. Shifting energy and refocusing in the midst of a bunch of drama is one of the hardest things you'll ever do as a stepmom. And no one is saying it's easy, but you've got to try and rise above it for your own sanity. Thank you, Keisha. All right. Um, so I have one last comment here on the Pondering Nooks Facebook page um, that I would like to read. And the stepmom has laid out some, a little, like a little list of advice that she would give for a new stepmom. Okay. She says, number one, learn when to stay, take a step back. Number two, it's inevitable that mistakes will be made. Give yourself some grace even when no one else does. Number three, if you're treated poorly, try and remember it's easier for them to blame the step parent than the bio parents. Number four, if things are rocky, it may get better when they get older, but it also may not. Manage those expectations so it doesn't get better. So if it doesn't get better, you're not crushed. Number five, be mindful of who you receive advice from. Someone who has never been a step parent has absolutely no clue what we're up against. And the potential for their advice to backfire is huge and can be damaging. All right. Thank you so much for that. And I'm so sorry about the really annoying loud car taking off in the background on the street. Um, so yeah. Um, thank you. This advice was from Roya. Um, she says that she's got like, uh, what does she say? 15 years experience and it's been very high conflict for the majority of those years. Um, it's definitely sucked, but I've grown a lot because of it. So thank you so much. That is fantastic advice. I really appreciate it. So I've got to start winding down here in a bit, but I do have some great comments on the Pondering Nook's Instagram page. So I'm going to go ahead and jump over there right now. 
right. I am reading comments from seasoned stepmoms on their advice for other stepmoms out there. And I'm on the Pondering Nooks Instagram page where I have a comment from Karen who says, almost five years in, do not ever lose sight of who you were before stepmotherhood. It's the fastest lane to resentment, not just towards your partner and or the kids, but towards yourself. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Having your identity is vital. You're not just a stepmom. And if you're a mom to other kids as well, you're not just a mom or a wife or a partner or whoever you have to be at your job or profession in life. You're also a human being with needs, wants, desires, and you are allowed to express these things or have the time to yourself or with other people that you want to hang out with in order to just be yourself instead of being something for everyone else. And when you wear many hats in life, including the stepmom hat, there needs to be a time to just take all those hats off and let your hair down naturally, so to speak. All right, uh, moving on to a comment here from Fed Up Stepmama, who says, I'm seven years in and I still feel like a newbie because nothing has evened out and remains stable in any way. My only real advice is to have boundaries and guard them. Yeah, and thank you. And like I was saying before, even after several years as a stepmom, you can feel like everything keeps changing. It's a bit like whack-a-mole. You know, you hit one and another thing pops up and it can be a challenge to keep up. Um, Yeah, totally get that. Thank you so much. Um, there are a few comments here where stepmoms are commenting, um, for new stepmoms to simply just run. (laughs) And I get that. Uh, so many stepmoms are in situations where they wish they had just run away before they got in too deep. Um, But if you decide not to run, here is a really good comment from Morgan, who says, Always try and see things from bio mom's perspective. She may be wrong, but there is almost always pain behind the wrong actions taken. And it helps you to respond with compassion rather than add more fuel to the fire when you understand where she's coming from. Pick your battles wisely. Never respond in anger. Wait until you're cooled off. Set solid boundaries with everyone. Thank you for this, Morgan. Um, And I think that I will end with this comment. Having compassion is really important. And this is not to say that you should put up with any bad behavior from anyone, but it is to say that having an understanding of where everyone else involved is coming from can be a vital asset, not just for the kids, but for your own mental health. Understanding that a lot of the time stuff said um, isn't really personal towards you but is coming from a place of pain can really help with perspective. 
And I really love that answer. And I really love all of the answers and the feedback and the advice that you gave all of you stepmoms out there who are tuning in and listening and who gave feedback. Thank you so much. Again, I always say it, this podcast would not exist without your feedback. I want this podcast to be, you know, to include everyone. And if you have something to say, I want to include it. You know, I can't have like a ton of guests on the show at once, but I want it to be all inclusive in a way. So that's what I'm trying to do. So thank you for tuning into this episode. Um, You can find me at theponderingnook.com. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please leave me a really good rating or review. Say something nice wherever you listen. So that way um, I can hopefully gain some more listeners and some more stepmoms can add this to their list of resources. And I hope that this is a 20 to 30 minute, you know, um, solace or comfort for stepmoms out there. That's what I really, really want. So if that's what it is for you, let me know. Tell me. Leave feedback. I would love that. So I will talk to you again next time and have a wonderful morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you may be. All right. Bye.